to work, Trump. is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Hey, how's everybody doing? It is uh, Wednesday, February the 28th. The show is called the Workday Red Zone. Welcome if you're new. The rest of y'all, thanks for hanging out with us again. We've got two hours ahead here on the Ticket Radio Network, and I think by now you probably know the drill, but we're going to run through it anyways. As always, appreciate you listening in here on the Ticket. So many different places you can find us on your radio dial, and then also online at 953theticket.com. You can take us with you on the go. Uh, Get that EAB Media Group app downloaded to your smartphone. Of course, not only can you keep up with the ticket by clicking on the ticket logo and then hitting listen live, uh, but you can also keep tabs on some phenomenal state tournament action, and we'll go through more about that coming up here in just a little bit. In the meantime, though, of course, you can reach out to us on the Right Fiber hotline. That number is 870-930-3776, and Uh, You can also reach out on social media. Facebook.com slash The Ticket Radio is one place to find us on Twitter. at Kara underscore Richie is another. Today's CavanaughCars.com question is posted by using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara Richie. I am, as always, joined in studio by producer Ryan James. Yep, good to be here. And as always, he has got a very busy week with all of the navigating high school hoops, A-State hoops, and A-State baseball as well. Uh... You can probably tell one person not with us today, Keith Merritt. He won't be with us tomorrow either. And quite frankly, I I hope Keith stays out of town for a couple more days. He's in uh, Farmington right now. He is calling Brooklyn High School basketball. Actually, not right now this second, but he will be this evening. And so I hope he has an extended day. And uh, we'll catch up with him next week. Uh, back here on on the ticket so safe travels to Keith and of course to all of you that are getting out and about taking in those high school tournaments or or hopefully you're hunkered in there for a long run wherever you may be we'll look over those some of those scores uh, coming up later on today but let's go through the headlines and throw out a question outline the slate and get up to speed on today's topics and show lineup Uh, unfortunately for A-State baseball the, the streak is over uh, after winning eight in a row to start the season in 11 in a row, dating back to the end of 2023, A-State baseball suffered an 8-4 to loss in 12 innings to Central Arkansas last night. At Tomlinson Stadium at Kell Field, Case and Tollett uh, did have a uh, pretty solid game. A pair of hits on the night, he drove in three. Also Tuesday, A-State women's basketball owned a halftime lead over ULM at First National Bank Arena, but a second-half surge by the Warhawks proved to be the difference in a 69-60 loss. Lauren Pendleton crossed the 1,000-point mark for her career during that contest, and she led the Red Wolves with 13 points. We're going to have some audio today uh, from both of those A-State 
coaches uh, whose programs we just mentioned coming up in this hour. Some clips for A-State baseball coach Tommy Raffo coming up in the second hour of the program. Some clips from A-State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers. Elsewhere, though, Arkansas men's basketball fell to 5-10 and in SEC play with an 85-82 loss to Vanderbilt Tuesday night at Bud Walton Arena. Califf battle led all scores with 36 points. Coming up tonight, Arkansas State men's basketball starts its last road trip of the regular season. The Red Wolves are at Coastal Carolina. 6.30 is when that one's going to tip off on 107i K-Fine. That's kind of, sort of, not kind of, sort of, it is. It is. That game is a part of our CavanaughCars.com question for the day. There are two games left on the regular season slate for A-State men's basketball at Coastal Carolina tonight at Appalachian State on Friday. So, how will the Red Wolves fare down the stretch? That's our KavanaughCars.com question. You got you got three options here. You could say that the team will go two and zero. You could see that the say that the team will split the two contests. I guess if you want to get real specific, you could tell us uh, which one they're going to win and which one they're going to lose. Or you can say the Red Wolves are going to go over over these final two games of the regular season. Look, just because Coach Brian Hodson likes to take everything one game at a time, that doesn't mean we have to. He's not in studio with us today. He's somewhere he's somewhere close to Myrtle Beach. So we can do we can do what we want. And I wanted to look at both of these games as opposed to just the final one. I, I think if you even slightly kinda sorta at all follow A State men's basketball, you know the importance of these final two games. A-State is in control of its own destiny. If the season ended today, A-State men's basketball would be the four seed in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament that's going to tip off next week in Pensacola. The four seed gets that quarterfinal bye, which means the Red Wolves would not play again. You know, Friday night, uh, regular season finale. After that, the Red Wolves would not play again until the quarterfinals on Saturday, March the 9th. That is eight days between games. That is that is a huge amount of rest <laughs> for really anybody when it's this late in the season and everybody is beat up. Of course, we know the Red Wolves have never-endingly had to navigate multiple different injury situations throughout the course of the year. And even the guys that have played pretty much day in and day out uh, are, are beat up. You know, Caleb Fields has been a guy that has been uh, he's had sore ankles for like two years now so you get him eight days off his feet you get DeAndre Dominguez who's tweaked an ankle early this season eight days off his feet you get Freddie Hicks who missed multiple games with that back uh back injury off his feet I mean that's what you want that is what you want you want as long of a potential rest period as possible so that is what is at stake over these past uh over these last excuse me couple of games for Arkansas State Men's basketball. Now, we're not going to preview both games today. Of course, we're just going to preview A-State at Coastal Carolina. And we are going to uh, get to that coming up in the next segment. That being said, though, uh, you know, I will do my full-on Red Wolf Mark impersonation uh, today and over the next few days. And say, go to all the high school teams. (laughs) Because, of course, we have so many playing in this area. Uh, Some that we're airing here on our... EAB family of stations 
and some that uh, we're just we're just rooting for to have a deep run so that we can uh, share their their state tournament finals perhaps with you here on the EAB family of stations. I do want to remind you that the EAB Sports Network is your home for the 4A, 5A, and 6A state tournament video feeds. And you can watch every single one of those games inside your EAB media app. So if you, uh, again, I'm just going to nag you until I find out that every single person in our listening area has this app. So apologies in advance because that's that's, probably going to nag you for a while. Uh, But when you get that app saved to your smartphone, right at the top of the landing page, it says sports. So guess what? You click on sports. And then right at the top of that page... It says 4A, 5A, and 6A basketball tournaments. Watch now. So, I mean, guess guess what? That takes you to the link uh, for the AHSAA.org page. You'll be able to navigate through there. Find whatever specific broadcast you're looking for and keep tabs on that uh, throughout your day. There are going to be a couple of uh, local teams of note in action today during our show. Uh, not tipping on until 1.00. So we'll revisit this conversation later on, but uh, we will, of course, update you on those scores. Uh, We can go ahead, though, and tell you some scores from yesterday of note for our local teams. We'll start here with the uh, the 1A boys uh, bracket, where Mark Tree has advanced to the second round after knocking off Jasper 56-38 to last night. Uh, Looking at 2A action now, the girls' uh, side of things, Riverside. Going to continue to play another day. They'll be back at it Friday because they were able to top Quitman 50-45 to in yesterday's action. A couple of different teams in our area participating in two-way boys action last night. One of those EPC was able to win in a nail-biter in the first round. 56 over 54 against Sloan Hendricks. They'll play again on Friday, unfortunately. End of the road for Earl, who lost to Bigelow yesterday, 92-55. to Moving to the 3A. Rivercrest, the girls, unfortunately, their season is done as they ran up against uh, Falk, and it, it did not go well. 73-41 was the final score there. Also, uh, the end of the road for the Gosnell boys as they fell to Dumas, 74-36. to And 4A girls action, Forest City is going to fight another day. They topped Dardanelle, 44-39. to And uh, so now they're going to face top seed Nashville coming up uh, tomorrow. At 4 o'clock, we will have some Brooklyn basketball for you. Girls and boys coming up tonight on KISS FM. It's actually going to be a doubleheader, so you might as well just, you know, get comfortable there on KISS FM. The Brooklyn girls are going to be taking on Gravette at 7 o'clock, while the boys are going to follow against Moralton at 8.30. And again, of course, you can watch that game. A link to that is in your EAB Media Group app. In the 5A girls bracket, Green County Tech, the number one seed from the east, they're going to continue their run because they were able to top Parkview 56-46 to last night. Uh, next up for GCT, they're not going to play again until March the 1st, so that's Friday night, and they're going to have to wait uh, until tomorrow to even find out who they're playing, but they'll see the either Russellville or Lakeside. Coming up at 1 today, and yes, we will give you some updates in the second hour of the program, Nettleton girls basketball going to be trying to upset Valonia. Uh, looking at the 5A boys bracket, Valley View also going to be in action today as they take on Maumelle at 530. 
a local team of note playing yesterday. Nettleton, unfortunately, on the wrong side of a 55-46 score to Jacksonville. Uh, coming up today, West Memphis taking on Valonia at 2.30. Marion taking on Parkview at 8.30. And then finally, in 6A action, the Jonesboro girls, unfortunately, their season is over after a 56-39 loss to Harbor. However, the Jonesboro boys, they survive in advance. They beat Bentonville 50-44 to last night, so now they're going to take on the top seed from the West Harbor coming up tomorrow. Again, uh, the games that tip off today at 1 o'clock, we will we'll remind you of those a couple times. It's all girls' action. We'll make sure and throw some scores out at you in the second hour of the program. But uh, let's pivot back to Arkansas State men's basketball as we've got a game to preview tonight. Red Wolves at Chanticleers. Uh, first, though, we will step aside for our first break of this noon hour, brought to you by Dustin White Realty, but that's what we'll dive into when we return here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Hey, y'all, it's Brandon Baxter with one simple piece of advice for you in the new year. Don't overpay for your insurance. You can save money on your insurance with Rob Taylor State Farm, my personal insurance agent. Let's be real. When's the last time you looked at your insurance policies? A lot of times those policy premiums start creeping up and we have no idea. And if you think you're overpaying for auto insurance, homeowner's insurance, renter's insurance, business insurance, or life insurance, stop throwing your money away. Call Rob Taylor State Farm and find out how they can save you money and give you better coverage. That's exactly what they did for me and my family. Remember this, you're the customer and you deserve the best deal. So get your free quote and start saving money today. Insure your vehicles, your home, your rentals, your business, and your life with Rob Taylor State Farm. Rob Taylor State Farm in Jonesboro at 2203 East Nettleton and on Highway 67 in Pocahontas. Or search Rob Taylor State Farm on Google or Facebook. Get the best insurance rates and coverage for you and your family with Rob Taylor State Farm. Hello? Yes, I've had several calls about it. I think now more than ever, businesses should be taking a A successful malicious attack can cost businesses a lot of money, plus their reputation, which can't be bought back. Ensure your network is protected with a risk-based, proactive cybersecurity and data management strategy. For a consultation, call Calmer Solutions today at 870-454-HELP or visit calmersolutions.com. At Mr. T's, our mission is to satisfy the needs of all of our customers, from the beer lover to the wine connoisseur. We've been keeping our community relaxed and happy since 1983, offering the lowest prices in one easy, convenient location. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year, even on Sundays. So head across the Kahlua Colored Waters to Riverside or Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri, and find out yet again why it's always worth the drop to Mr. T's. Mr. T's at Riverside. Members and guests. Get ready to spice up your week at Salsa's Grill. Gather your friends and family and head to Salsa's with happy hour every day from 3 to 7. Plus, every Tuesday is Taco Tuesday with their mouth-watering hard shell tacos, just 99 cents. Salsa's is open seven days a week for lunch and dinner and open until 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and until 10.30 Friday and Saturday. It's your go-to destination for flavor, fun, and good times at Salsa's Grill, 2240 South Caraway in Jonesboro. 
Spring is here, and now is the perfect time to go shopping for a late-model, low-mileage car, truck, or SUV at Nebo Auto Center. Nebo is Northeast Arkansas's original new car alternative on Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro. Choose from a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget. And at Nebo, you're dealing with an experienced, hassle-free staff whose goal is to make your car buying experience as easy as possible. So spring in and save at Nebo Auto Center, 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. We Go Nebo. Tent your ride with Arkansas's number one tent shop for quality and service, Super Tents on Nettleton in Jonesboro. A Super Tents tent job is going to make your car look cooler. It's going to insulate your ride from the outdoor elements, keeping it warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer. A Super Tents tent job will give you the privacy that you deserve, whether you're driving down the road or parking out in public. Plus, Super Tents window film will protect your interior and your skin from those harmful UV rays. Call for quotes and to book appointments. 870-933-TENT. 870-933-TINT. Tent your ride today with the tent specialists that have over 30 years of combined experience. Super Tents on Nettleton in Jonesboro. Super Tents uses the absolute best window film. We're talking Lumar film. And because of that, a tent job from Super Tents is guaranteed not to turn purple, not to crack, and not to peel off your window. Call for quotes and to make appointments. 870-933-TENT. 870-933-TINT. That's 870-933-8468. Super Tents, 3212 East Nettleton in Jonesboro. Tent with the best or fade like the rest. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. Arkansas State Hoops on tap tonight. Men's basketball at Coastal Carolina. We'll dive into that game here in just a moment. CavadawCars.com question, though. How are the Red Wolves going to fare in these final two games of the regular season at Coastal at Appalachian State? Got a poll for you on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Got phone line to open for you at 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline. Um... AC men's basketball is a nine and a half point favorite in this game tonight. Was kind of talking about this earlier. I, I have, I have no idea the last time the Red Wolves were that big of a favorite on the road in Sun Belt play. I can tell you, you go back to the the twenty one twenty two season. There were a couple of games where A State was playing at. UAPB, they played at Mississippi Valley State where they were healthy favorites in both of those games. But those were two of the worst teams in college basketball that year. And those were non-conference games. I I don't know the last time it's happened in conference play. I might try and go look uh, this afternoon, but I might, I might, I don't know if I want to (laughs) use the energy to look through that. I I can tell you it's interesting this year that A-State has been a road favorite as many times this season as they were in the last five years combined. And that's five times. Now, they lost a couple of those games. So you certainly don't want to see a team tonight that gets uh, overconfident. But I, I, I have a hard time thinking that's going to happen tonight. I know that you look at a game like this and you think it's like it, it, the, the potential for a trap game is there. But I don't think it's it's 
going to be a trap game. I think if, if A-State was going to stumble in a trap game, it would have been that road game at South Alabama a few weeks back because you were coming off of that huge victory on the road at Troy. It had already been announced that the following Thursday night was going to be a nationally televised game versus Troy. So I feel like if A-State was going to succumb to a trap game, that would have been it because this team still has so much to play for in terms of trying to stay at the four seed and maintain their hold on that quarterfinal bye in Pensacola. You look at this game on paper, and statistically, A-State is is better than Coastal at, at just about everything. And that's not a surprise. Uh, the Shawnee Clears have really struggled. I don't remember where they were at at the preseason poll. I probably should have looked before started talking about the game. But I know it wasn't exactly expected to be the best of years for the Shots. And the optimism kind of diminished even more when Cliff Ellis announced his retirement back in early December. So they've been under an interim uh, this entire time. And it hasn't gone great. But again, that's not necessarily on the, the interim head coach. It's it was not going to be a good season to begin with. Coastal Carolina is is 8-19 this year. Two of those wins came against non-Division I opponents. Now, that being said, they do have five wins in conference play. One of those was against a Georgia State team that, as we all know, beat a state to open conference play. So, Coastal has not been great anywhere this season, but they are better. They are a lot better at home than they would be if this if this game was played in Jonesboro. A couple of key numbers of note that we'll look at here in just a moment, but Zach is with us on the Right Fiber Hotline. How are you? Good. What's up, Kara? What's up, man? Not much. Uh, enjoying this uh, cooler temperatures today. That's a little breezy. You know what? It's coming hot and humid soon enough. I'm going to enjoy this while I can. I needed the wind to not be blowing in at 40 miles an hour last night at well, the time. That's what hats are for, dear. I, I mean, I, if A-State probably could have won that game on a walk-off if the wind wasn't blowing in at 40 miles an hour. Well, okay, I'll, I'll agree with you there. <laughs> Anyways, what else is going on today? Uh, so A-State's got two games left on the regular season slate. They're at Coastal Carolina tonight, who has really struggled. They're at App State on Friday, who is the league leader and is vying for a regular season championship how is a state going to fare can they can they sweep them they going to split them or, or go over i'm going to go flip okay now um i had a question is izzy hickenbottom out indefinitely for the entire season postseason included well i i think that's that's tbd <laughs> she is definitely not going to be in action friday for the regular season home finale for the red wolves but, uh, but again, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm sure they're going to revisit her status again at the end of the regular season. I got you. I got you. Um, Just to, one more note on that. I mean, it's, it's a fractured finger. So even if she is back for Sunbelt play, it's not, it's not going to be healed. She's not going to be recovered. It's just going to be that they will have decided, along with obviously uh, a state's medical staff, that that she is able to to make it through the pain and won't injure it any worse. But she's, you know, she's she's not going to be healed for the rest of the season for sure. Right. Um. You have a question of the day besides that one, or was that the question? 
Nope, that was a question. Nice. Hi, I want to give uh, Mark Treletti Indians a shout-out. They're playing up in the state tournament in Harrison. My niece, Journey Versi, is on that team. And uh, tip-off is in less than an hour, 1 o'clock tip-off time. So uh, my brother Jeff's going to keep me in the loop on that. So best luck to them. Yeah, no doubt. They're taking on uh, Kingston coming up That's at correct. 1 o'clock. Correct, yeah. So hopefully they can come out. And... Another boys won last night. Or no, I'm sorry. Yeah, they yeah, did. One last night. Mark Tree boys won, and they play again what Friday, I believe. Yeah, so uh, Mark Tree last night beat Jasper fifty-six to thirty-eight, and they will face the winner of Bradley and Scranton. Right. Yeah. So, anyhow, um, happy birthday to Jason Aldean. He's forty-seven today, by the way. So uh, maybe Mark can call in and sing for a little bit of Dirt Road. Sure. But, uh, I'll uh, catch y'all later. Have we'll see you, Zach. He leaves the phone lines open at 870-930-3776. Again, how is A-State men's gonna, basketball going to fare uh, for these final two games of the regular season? We were talking Coastal Carolina prior to the phone call. And, and again, you know, just statistically, uh, this Arkansas State team is a lot better than the Shawna Clears. And there's a reason why A-State is a nine-and-a-half-point road favorite tonight. Of course, a lot of that just has to do with, with scoring and shooting in numbers like that. That being said, I, I'm really interested to see how this rebounding battle goes tonight. Uh, Coastal is a big team. They've got three dudes that clock in at, at 6'10", 6'11". They work really hard on the glass, just, you know, overall. Um, overall, A-State has, has, has got the edge in terms of offensive rebounds, but you know, just in terms of rebounds in, in general, that is an area of where Coastal is statistically better. And I feel like down this stretch where A-State has won five in a row, the way that this team has rebounded the ball has been a significant catalyst for, for that winning streak. If you go back and you look at these last five wins, Ohio at Troy at South Alabama versus Troy versus South Alabama, A-State has won the rebounding battle in every single one of those. And in four out of five games has won the offensive rebounding battle. It has just been such an incredibly important stat for this A-State run. Of course, you rebound on the defensive end to state the obvious. You take those second chance away, second chance opportunities away from your opponent. Uh, you get those boards on the, the offensive glass. The next thing you know, you're able to put back up another shot and continue the momentum uh, that you're, you're building. And A-State, as, as things have really turned in a positive direction, as A-State has really gained momentum, uh, we've seen this team be able to, to out-rebound its opponents. I'm really curious to kind of watch that specific battle tonight. Everything else, I, I hope A-State can continue to, to maintain doing the way that it's it's been over the past few games. You know, continue to shoot it well and just continue to have, I guess, a, a multi-pronged attack offensively. Five players in double figures in the win against South Alabama. Six players in double figures in the win against Troy. And in terms of trying to figure out who A-State's leading scorer is going to be night in and night out, I mean, good luck. Pick your poison. You know, uh, for, I guess, about four straight games, it was it was Taryn Todd. He was having a really good run. And the next thing you know, Isaiah Nelson has, has a phenomenal game. And the next thing you know, Darian Ford has a career-high 23 points. And uh, then you've still got so many other guys contributing as well. I mean, Caleb Fields, his last game he finished with double-digit assists, but he had 10 points to go along with it. So uh, I'm not really sure how you how you scout and try and attack this A-State team right now 
from a defensive standpoint, but that's not that's not my problem. I'm not going to worry about it. <laughs> Everybody else in the Sun Belt is going to have to deal with that. Tonight, uh, this game for A-State men's basketball. Excuse me, it's going to be tipping off coming up at 6.30. So that means your pregame time is going to be at 6 on 107.9 K-Fine. And you can listen in there. In terms of looking around the rest of the Sun Belt at uh, the action coming up tonight, I think I think App State can actually win the regular season title tonight with a victory. Of course, they're on their home court. They're taking on ODU. I Maybe. Maybe that would be for the best. They go ahead and, and wrap this thing up tonight. And then maybe... Maybe A-State has a better chance of sneaking up on them on Friday uh, when the Mountaineers are not going to have as much to play for. Now, that being said, I mean, it's the end of the season. Every coach is – there should not be a uh, – there should not be any reason why your team can't get motivated for the final few games of the season. So maybe I'm just kind of wishful thinking there uh, about uh, App's mentality if they were able to go ahead and, and lock up that Sun Belt regular season championship tonight. Uh, other games of note, you know, although A-State is – is 10 and 6. They are not necessarily locked into that four seed. Uh, if A State wins out and Troy loses out, A State can move up to the three. Both teams would wrap up the season at 12 and 6. So that's a possibility. Now, Troy is on the road. They play at the Cajun Dome tonight, which is tough. Cajuns are tough. They've still got uh, a lot to play for. But they close out the season at Texas State. They're going to be a big favorite there. Uh, a State also of course, has Southern Miss and Louisiana on its heels. And you look at the final stretch for those two teams. Southern Miss is out at South Alabama tonight. The Cajuns hosting Troy. And then Southern Miss and Louisiana will meet again at the Cajun Dome on Saturday. So, uh, of course, going to have an eye on A-State tonight, but I will be doing a little bit of scoreboard watching as well. Should be a fun time. A couple of other uh, news and notes to pass along in regards to A-State athletics overall. I do want to let you know A-State football and head coach Butch Jones have announced that Griff McCarley has been named the Red Wolves linebackers coach. And this is not new news. Uh, This is something that I think A-State Nation probably reported a couple of weeks ago. However, it is officially official today. So you can read that full release at astateredwolves.com. McCarley was the... Uh, was an analyst for Ole Miss last season. He's also had stops at Northern Iowa, Kansas State, Troy, and West Alabama. So he is a little bit versed, uh, well-versed, uh, obviously, in the South and already in the Sun Belt as well. I uh, want to say a big congratulations to Colby Eddowes and Bradley Jel- Jelmer. Both of those guys have qualified for the NCAA track and field uh, qualifiers. So that's uh, that's pretty cool. And that's going to be held Coming up next week, Thursday through Saturday, March 7th through the 9th, those guys will be up in Boston. And you got to finish in the top 16 to be a qualifier. Both of those guys had fantastic seasons where Eddowes was the Sunbelt winner of the Heptathlon, Jelmer, the winner in the pole vault. So looking to continue that momentum. And then one more note here on A-State Athletics Men's Golf. In action at the Lake Las Vegas Intercollegiate, the Red Wolves, uh, I can't remember what place they were in after day one. I don't think it was necessarily great. They had a great, great day yesterday. 
shot up to the top of the leaderboard, but uh, right now currently in third. Uh, three strokes behind leader Long Beach State. We'll check back in on Red Wolves men's golf coming up later. But we need to go ahead and step aside, take a break here in this noon hour, brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. Let's talk some baseball when we come back. That's on tap here on the ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Cattle price is still down, but hogs are up. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. March corner 412 and a half up four and a quarter with May corner 427 and a half up four. March soybeans 11.38 up six and three quarters with May soybeans 11.46 and a half up five and three quarters. March wheat at 5.76 and a half down nine and a half. May wheat at 5.76 and three quarters down seven and a half. March cotton at 107.25 up 6.50 with May cotton at 102.33 up 3.53. March rice at 18.05 and a half up seven cents with May rice at 18.41 up five and a half. Moving on to livestock now, February live cattle at 184.90 down 70, with April live cattle at 186.40 down 132.5. March feeder cattle at 250.05 down 295. April feeder cattle at 255.72.5 down 322.5. April lean hogs at 86.75 up 85, with May hogs at 91 even up 62.5. That's your EAB Noon Market Report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Join thousands of individuals who have already registered for the Mid-South Farm and Gin Show, March 1st and 2nd at the Renaissance Convention Center in Memphis. You'll see the latest in American agriculture, hear market outlooks from industry experts, and learn about the prospects for the coming year. See the latest technology and innovative interactive exhibits. Register to win thousands of dollars in cash or dozens of other prizes from more than 300 exhibitors. That's the Mid-South Farm and Gin Show, a family affair all under one roof. Show hours are 9 to 5 Friday and 9 to 4.30 Saturday. Not all soils are created equal. To a farmer, that's nothing new. Different parts of your field yield differently. Advertising shares a lot of similarities. There are more choices than ever about where to put your advertising dollars. A recent survey shows farmers rely on radio for their ag news almost five times as much as social media. To use another metaphor, farm radio is the best soil for planting those seeds of advertising. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, we've been a leader in ag lending for more than 75 years. Whether you're in the market for an equipment loan, real estate financing, or funds to support operating expenses, our agri-lending experts can help. We work with farmers daily to find the best financing products and competitive rates. Our long-standing relationships and knowledge of the ag industry ensure we can offer the most personalized service available. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, growing your business is truly our business. Find your local ag lender at mebanking.com, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name The Pros Trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. We love watching A-State crash the boards during basketball season. But getting into a crash while on the road is a different story. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in 
in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back into the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair at 935-9482. The central dealerships are committed to making a difference in our community. In Arkansas, 15.5% of the population faces food insecurity. Join the fight against hunger by supporting the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas. Your generosity can help provide meals for families in need. Whether it's a non-perishable food item or monetary donation, your support can make a difference. Join the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas and the central dealerships in making an impact on the lives of our neighbors. Together, we can truly nourish our community. Central dealerships, home of Meter B Pricing. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. This new now, we're brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. Whether you're buying or selling, you can trust the experts at Dustin White Realty for personalized service. Your home may be worth more than you think. And you can visit arhomevalue.com to find out more. Your dream home awaits at Dustin White Realty. We have a uh, basketballcapitalcars.com question that we are going to throw out for you again here in a couple minutes as we want to continue to check out the poll there. But I uh, want to recap some Arkansas State baseball from last night at Tomlinson Stadium, Kell Field. It was not a bad performance by the Red Wolves uh, by any stretch of the imagination. However, it was the first loss of the 2024 20, season. The Red Wolves falling 8-4 to four to UCA in 12 innings. And there was some good and there was some bad. When it's a loss, there's more bad than good. Uh, but it wasn't one of those games where when it was final, I was like mad or upset. It just kind of just UCA was able to make a few more plays at the end of the game. Uh, they had one more good arm at the end of the game, and that ultimately was the difference. Um, it's kind of an interesting game because, you know, it, it was 12 innings. The first inning for A-State wasn't great. The last inning for A-State wasn't great. The 10 innings in the middle were just fine. Uh, but unfortunately, you just needed those two more uh, bookends there uh, to be able to come away with, with a win, and it just didn't quite happen. Uh, UCA struck first because the very top of the first was not really a, a great inning for Colin Maloney. Um, in fact, he put the first three runners on uh, without any outs. It was a walk. It was a hit by pitch. It was a, a wild pitch, another walk uh, before a strikeout, and that was the first out of the game. Of course, UCA was able to capitalize on that. They're a decent team, and decent teams capitalize on the opposition's mistakes. So with a fly out and a single, UCA started that game with a 2-0 edge. A-State was able to chip away at that lead just a little bit in the bottom of the second when the Red Wolves took advantage of a a UCA miscue. Actually, a couple of UCA miscues. Uh, Daedric Kale, I think he just kind of singled, but... Uh, managed to make it to second on an error. Advanced to third on a single. And then scored on a balk. Now, unfortunately, we saw to end the second inning something that would become a a tough theme for A-State on the day. The Red Wolves ended the bottom of the second 
by grounding into a double play. The Red Wolves ended the bottom of the third by grounding into a double play. The Red Wolves ended the fourth by grounding into a double play. One of the reasons why A State has been able, you know, had been able to go out and start eight and zero is is if I have my numbers correct. And I don't have them in front of me, so I might be just a little bit off here. But in the first eight games of the season, I want to say A-State, you know, in the field had turned somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 double plays. So A-State had done a great job in, in kind of erasing mistakes. And on the flip side, on offense, they had grounded into just one. And then, yeah, sometimes, you know, the pendulum swings back the other direction. So uh, double plays. That ended the threat for A-State in back-to-back-to-back innings. Uh, The score stayed at 2-1 until the top of the sixth when the Bears were able to add a couple more. Uh, You know, everybody, by the way, played a little bit of small ball last night. You had to. The wind was not just blowing in at the top, but it was gusting in at the top. Hercules could not have gone yard. At the Tom last night. There is no way. Babe Ruth could not have gone yard at the Tom last night. Uh, that was just kind of the state of the wind uh, there at, at the facility. But, uh, you know, you get to the top of the sixth. Eight, uh, UCA was able to score a pair after, you know, just a, a single and then another single and then a stolen base and then a sacrifice and then another single. So they had a 4-1 to lead heading to the bottom of the sixth. Then you had the first uh, big play of the night by Kaysen Tollett who was able to drive in Burris, and then he came up again big in the bottom of the eighth when the Red Wolves were down 4-2. to two. Greer led off the inning, and he was hit by a pitch, then French walked. Burris sacrificed to get both of those guys into scoring position, and then Tollett drove them both in. But unfortunately, that was it in terms of scoring for A-State, and there were still four more innings left in that game. Uh, there were some some good plays, uh, not some good plays, excuse me, but uh, some good pitching performances last night. One of those was by was by Kobe Griner. Unfortunately, he just kind of ran out of gas there at the end. He had three very very good innings, where I don't even know if he hardly even had a base runner on. But that fourth inning was just was just tough, and he could not escape, and uh, kind of snowballed on him and reliever Cole Turner. And the Red Wolves not able to do anything in the bottom of the 12th to catch back up. I do have a couple of clips I want to share with you here from A-State baseball coach Tommy Raffo as part of our weekly Calmer Solutions A-State update. But I tell you what, before we do that, let's go, let's go ahead and dive into a break real quick because I want to be a little bit more cautious about my time management today just in case. And uh, we'll, we'll share those post-game comments with you immediately when we return. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. And this is Above the Noise. Ever since the NFL Combine was created in 1982, NFL teams have put a massive amount of emphasis on a player's speed. 
But as we've continued to collect more data, blazing 40-yard times far from an indication of potential future success. Former Washington receiver John Ross holds the record of 4.22. He's never had over 510 yards in receiving in a single season. How about the former Steeler receiver, Dree Archer? He lasted just two seasons. He ran a 4.26. A fellow 4.2 guy like Jacoby Ford, J.J. Nelson, Tyquan Thornton have all failed to accumulate over 600 yards receiving in a single season. Of course, there have been some outliers. Running back Chris Johnson and current Seahawks cornerback Tariq Woolen have had standout careers. But when you start to look at the list of 4-2 guys, straight line speed doesn't appear to guarantee anything in the NFL. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. When you love somebody, you protect them in the best ways that you can, and that's why I recommend Simply Safe. It's an advanced system that protects every inch of your home 24-7. Professional monitoring for fast emergency response for less than a dollar a day. Order now. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with Fast Protect Monitoring. Visit simplysafedan.com. That's simplysafedan.com. And tell them we sent you. And remember, there's no safe like Simply Safe. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. Tire Rack sells only the best, like the Goodyear Ultra Grip. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will be shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Here's what our kids say about fighting dirty to keep Jonesboro beautiful. Try to get more sustainable items to reduce your use of plastics. You can get items made from materials like stainless steel, glass, bamboo, and wood. Get LED light bulbs to replace your old light bulbs. Start up a compost bin. There are many valuable resources online to help you with this. Or go solar. Arkansas offers incentives to switch. Wash with cold water when you're washing your laundry to reduce the use of energy. To find more about how you can take action, log on to keepjonesboroughbeautiful.com. The name Glenn Sang in our northeast Arkansas, South Missouri, everybody relates that to the car business. We've been in this business a long time, and our family's in it, our boys are in it, and our grandkids come along. Our philosophy is real simple. We have the best customers in the world. They come and do business with us when they can go anywhere in the world and spend their money. If something breaks, we handle it for them. You know, we want to see our kids and grandkids continue this thing, and it looks like that's going to happen. The family's important to us, and people in our communities, they know that. Get ready to crumble with the new Cookie Butter Crunch Concrete, only at Andy's Frozen Custard. Made with real Biscoff cookie butter, crunchy Biscoff crumbles, and the world's finest vanilla frozen custard. It's buttery smooth with a crispy crunch for cookie flavor that's sky high. Get your cookie fix today at Andy's Frozen Custard on Red Wolf Boulevard and on Highland Drive in Jonesboro. Andy's makes it fun to be a kid for a while. All right, son. Time to put out this campfire. Dad, we learned about this in school. Oh, did you now? Okay. What's first? Smokey Bear said to. First drown it with a bucket of water, then stir it with a shovel. Wow, you sound just like him. Then he said. If it's still warm, then do it again. Where can I learn all this? It's all on SmokeyBear.com with other wildfire prevention tips because only you can prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the USDA Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Um, hello? 
Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Last few minutes left here in this noon hour, brought to you by Dustin White Realty. I want to circle back around, though, to that conversation about Arkansas State baseball we were having right before the break. And uh, shared my thoughts on last night, how it unfolded. Some good, some bad. Of course, ultimately more bad than good when you lose. And it was an 8-4 to four setback by uh, to, to UCA, excuse me, last night in, in 12 innings for the Red Wolves. But I uh, want to have some, uh, hear some comments here from A-State baseball coach Tommy Raffo. And we'll start where he starts, kind of just sharing his opening thoughts uh, about how last night unfolded for the Red Wolves. Yeah, you know, if you really look at this, the first inning and the last inning for us was just kind of the you know, the epitome of the game. At the middle part of the game, defensively and pitching-wise, wow. But the first inning and the last inning really just, it really hurt us. And uh, you got to give some credit to their pitcher, Wyndham. I mean, he went, I mean, I, I don't know how many pitches he threw, but he just kept us off balance and made the pitch when he needed to make the pitch. And we just weren't as clean or crisp enough tonight. I don't know if it's the uh, nine games in 12 days. There's there's no excuse because you, you go play the game. But as far as he was on, and it just gave us some fits up there, and we just didn't get the quality at bats. It was hard to get where we needed to get to to win a game. We had a clutch hit with Talat to tie it. And, yeah, to to for him to pitch as well against us and have that opportunity late, that was that was really good for our club. Continuing here, uh it, you know, didn't work uh, the way that A-State wanted it to last night in terms of just being able to get uh, those those clutch hit late, uh, clutch hits late, get those clutch out late, clutch outs late. I don't know why all of a sudden I can't talk. But uh, that being said, Coach Raffo said, look, he, he trusts his guys in that spot the next time it happens. He's got faith that they will undoubtedly be able to deliver. Absolutely. I mean, we had uh, Will up with two outs and opportunity to win it and you know, he, he's going to be up there. He's going to do it again. You know, it's just a tough night for Will. And, um, you know, they want to win so bad. I mean, I, you, you can kind of feel it here in the last three or four games. It's almost like it's almost they can feel, hey, we want to get to eight or nine or whatever it's going to be, you know, game-wise. But you got to take it one game at a time, one pitch at a time, one play at a time. And, and sometimes you get ahead of yourself a little bit, and that's hard to do as just being a human being. But our guys fought. They did everything possible. We just didn't play good enough to win it and uh, they did I mean you got to again give credit to their their effort on the mound and you know they didn't give us much I mean not much at all I mean um, in the eighth those two runs we scored were on walks and that's really the only things they really gave us a couple more clips to share with you here I mentioned you know Kobe Griner had a, a four inning night last night for the Red Wolves which is I think uh, certainly a high for him in a single-game performance so far this season. And the first three were absolutely excellent. I mean, he pitched a phenomenal 10th, 11th, and 12th. That unfortunately just kind of got into trouble there at, at in the 12th, you know, probably a little bit bit fatigued. But started off and, and hit a batter, then uh, allowed a single, and then uh, struck out a guy, but allowed another single. And the next thing you know, it kind of kind of ballooned on, on A-State a little bit. And Coach Raffo talks about, uh, you know, just just his night. 
Yeah, you know, Kobe laid it all on the line for the team. He, he pushed the game enough and gave us the opportunity to win. We talked about that in our meeting in the outfield, and he did everything possible to get us the game. And um, wouldn't trade that for anything else. It's just we didn't get enough. We didn't get help him out. And uh, But his effort was good. I mean, just phenomenal. Again, it goes back to the first inning. It goes back to the last inning. We just gave him so much. And you can't do that against a club like UCA. They just – they really limit you, and um, it's hard to overcome. And, you know, we had those chances, just didn't do it. One more clip here from Coach Tommy Raffo. Next up, well, nothing today, nothing tomorrow. Friday, though, uh, it should be a fun challenge. Red Wolves are going to be on the road for a three-game set at Missouri State. And Coach Raffo just talks about uh, what's coming up next for the Red Wolves. Yeah, we've been really getting after it, you know, baseball-wise. We've had, uh, you know, I think we've had one off day NCAA-wise, and, and we'll get one tomorrow and um, it's just been really interesting for us because in our schedule throughout the years uh, we were talking about today we've never played our first nine games straight up never we've had a rain weather we've had to move it we've had a doubleheader and so this is really an anomaly year so so to speak with the weather to play nine games now you know we're not going in scheduling saying hey this is what's going to happen right but we're going in scheduling because it does force us to do some things and pitch some guys and play some people that, that hey, maybe uh, you're trying to find out answers. And you got to do that now. And the way to do that is play nine games in 12 days, and it worked out that way. Isn't that wild? I mean, I'm not, I'm not necessarily surprised when I, when I heard Coach Raffo say that, but having just never being able to get <laughs> all nine of those first games of the season in that that's just that's just crazy and again it's it's not surprising I I'm trying to remember um oh I found it here I found it in in my notes it was back in 2021 a state baseball had a stretch of games where they had to either wipe out games or change the schedule due to a blizzard uh due to following that blizzard unplayable field conditions then there was torrential rain. Then there was a game that was delayed because the team coming over, and I can't remember who, who it was, like there was, there was a barge that hit a bridge <laughs> in the Mississippi River <laughs> that delayed uh, the opposing team getting to Jonesboro. So you had to push a start back time then. And then there was another game that was altered because of the densest fog I have ever seen before in my life. That was three years ago. So, yeah, A-State has actually played all nine of its games as scheduled so far and have a big three-game series at Missouri State uh, coming up (laughs) this weekend. I forgot about the barge story. I do want to mention that uh, our audio with A-State baseball coach Tommy Raffo, that was part of our Calmer Solutions A-State update. Calmer Solutions provides IT services for the modern workforce and the technology and expertise to help you succeed. Coming up in hour two of today's Workday Red Zone, we're going to start by checking in on A-State women's basketball is set back last night at First National Bank Arena to ULM. And then all throughout the second hour of the program, we're going to be checking in on some high school hoops. Do want to remind you that uh, coming up at one, the Mark Tree girls, BIC girls, and Nettleton girls will all be in action. So we'll see. We'll, we'll do our best to sprinkle in some score reports as we go along in the second hour of the program. We'll also continue to talk about our KavanaughCars.com question 
look around a little bit at what's going to be going on tonight at Sunbelt Action and just see what else we can do to help this Wednesday pass by quickly in the second hour of today's show. I guess in the meantime, I can remind you that if you want a great way to help A-State Athletics and community programs, you can when you donate to the Impact Club. You can make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access that you're not going to find anywhere else. Find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That is impact, spelled with a pack, I-M-P-A-C-K-T, club.com. One of these days I have to cash in my voucher. It is somewhere in my email. I really need to make that happen. <laughs> I need to make it happen before I forget about it again. Because I will, 100%. Maybe I can find that email during the break. Obviously, though, we need to step aside and take one of those as that is the end of the noon hour music and the end of the hour brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. As mentioned, though, we got a whole another hour to go and we got a whole lot to talk about. So we'll be back right after this halftime break here on the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. This is Will Oswald, your Wednesday Chicken Radio Network Sports Update, brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. Case and Tal, it's two runs single in the bottom of the eighth. Tied the A-State UCA baseball game at four, but the visiting Bears scored four in the top of the twelfth for an 8-4 to win to snap the Red Bulls' 8-0 start to the season and 11-game overall winning streak. The Red Wolves play their first road series of the season this weekend at Missouri State in Springfield. A-State women's basketball led ULM at halftime, but a late second-half surge gave the Warhawks a 69-60 victory. Lauren Pendleton led the way with 13 points, crossing the 1,000-point mark for her career. SEC men's basketball player of the week. Caleb Battle had a game-high 36 points. It wasn't enough as Vanderbilt up into the Razorbacks 85-82 last night in Fayetteville. And the Memphis Grizzlies are on the road tonight as they take on the Minnesota Timberwolves at the Target Center in Minneapolis. Pre-game coverage at 6.30 here on the Ticket Radio Network. Bringing the best deal on tires since 1963, that's Plaza Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. The President's Day sales have been going on now at Cavanaugh Hyundai. Get incredible savings on every vehicle on the lot with its sleek design and impressive performance. Come see the all-new 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Now up to $6,000 off MSRP or the all-new 2024 Hyundai Tucson. The compact SUV that combines style and versatility is now up to $4,500 off MSRP. Plus America's best warranty, 10 years or 100,000 miles. Don't miss the President's Day sales event at Cavanaugh Hyundai or CavanaughHyundai.com. Play it against sports. Wants to pay you money. 
Now that I have your attention. Played Against Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Played Against Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Played Against Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Played Against Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Are you craving a hassle-free solution for your next event or meeting? Look no further than Nukes Catering. We pride ourselves on simplicity and ease of ordering. From small gatherings to large corporate events, we got options for all sizes and budgets. Enjoy the same great quality food you love in our store delivered right to you. And here's the best part. Whether you're in Jonesboro, Little Rock, Conway, or Hot Springs, you get the same personal touch. Just call or text 501-398-0477. Nukes Catering. We cater, you party. Nukes, 1408 East Highland Drive in Jonesboro. At Barton's, your project is our priority. Team up with us on your next remodel project for comprehensive service where commitment meets expertise. From seasoned pros to determined DIYers, our team supports you every step of the way. Since 1885, Barton's has been the heart of local projects, bringing visions to life. Local delivery options are available, and you will enjoy complimentary services, including expert kitchen planning and floor, door, and window estimates. Visit your hometown team today. Build it better with Barton's. Anywhere, anytime, any season. Poinsett Turf Grass Company grows the very best natural grass you can find anywhere. And they do it right here in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's Tahoma 31 Bermuda, Palisade Zoysia, Northbridge Bermuda, or Tipway 419 Bermuda, Poinsett Turf Grass can provide sod for your home, corporate office, sports field, or an entire golf course. And they harvest all year long. Poinsett Turf Grass, a family-owned company for over 20 years. Call 578-2391 for pickup and delivery. Visit their Facebook page and go to poinsettturfgrass.com. See Placid Tire Service today for the right tire at the right price right now. Placid Tire Service is the area's biggest selection of in-stock tires at the lowest price with outstanding service, including our four tires, one-hour guarantee. Plus, we make the purchase easy on the budget with our Placid Tire Service card or no credit needed financing options. In Jonesboro and South Caraway and at our newest location on East Johnson Avenue, Placid Tire Service has the right tire at the right price right now. Come see us today at Placid Tire Service. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Day Red Zone. We've made it halfway through our Wednesday here on The Ticket. Uh, it is a lot of hoops talk today. Of course, we talked about some A-State baseball as well, but uh, hoops, KavanaughCars.com question today. Two games left on the regular season slate for Arkansas State men's basketball at Coastal Carolina tonight at Appalachian State on Friday. So, how will the Red Wolves bear down the stretch? Right now, the leader in the clubhouse, you all have the faith. 53.5% of you say that A-State will go 2-0 and in its final two games. 44.2% of you uh, say that A-State will end up with a split in these final two games. 
on the road and then uh, one of you misclicked and you put over. I'm just going to assume that's what it is. Now, I, I say that, look, is it possible that Arkansas State goes over down the stretch? Yeah, of course. You, you can't assume anything um, in in the Sun Belt uh, ever in any sport where things happen in this league. But it, it would be a little bit of a stunning upset if A-State were to lose at, at Coastal Carolina tonight. And I mean that in terms of, you know, one, the line. A-State is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, two, just in terms of, of the statistics, how these teams look on paper, and every single possible rating metric and evaluation tool, A-State is is a lot better than Coastal Carolina. So all signs point to an A-State win, but of course that being said, there is not ever a game that is played on paper. So, so do have to wait and see how it works out tonight. We'll circle back around to that question as we go along, but uh, hey, we are going to have open phone lines this hour on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. The number is 870-930-3776. Of course, Right Fiber is an internet provider that's different in all the right ways. No contracts, no hidden fees, and you get unlimited data. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. Of course, A-State Women's Basketball is uh, coming down the home stretch as well, although they are actually at home. And we're in Jonesboro last night against ULN. And A-State was hoping to come away with a little bit of payback. You know, you go back to the end of January, A-State played at Monroe. And it was a, a tough game. It was a game where A-State trailed for, for a lot of the game, but was able to rally late and then unfortunately went really cold at the end. This one didn't unfold exactly like that one, but there was a similarity in terms of the fact that at the end of that game, A-State couldn't get a, a shot to fall, and that made all the difference. Uh, the Red Wolves actually led by one with mm, three or so minutes remaining and couldn't get a shot to fall in the final three minutes of that game. So A-State scoreless over the last three minutes and, and 12 seconds. And that was uh, that was the difference there, obviously. This was one of those games where for it, it was really close until it wasn't. In terms of how it unfolded. You know, A-State, uh, A-State started well in the first quarter. Uh, A-State shot 50%. Had a little bit of trouble getting threes to fall early. And it was really close after one. Uh, ULM was also shooting well out of the gate and getting to the stripe well. So it was it was a 21-18 to 18 ULM advantage after one. A-State went out and had an excellent, excellent second quarter. Uh, shot it incredibly well. Uh, four or seven from three. That's usually going to, that, that's going to get you some points on the board, right? And A-State... Again, 21-13 to 13 just in the second quarter. So that meant that A-State took a five-point lead into the break. And then the second half, just shooting-wise, was just, was just not there for A-State. Two of seven, uh, four of seven, excuse me, in terms of threes in the second quarter. Three threes made in the other three quarters combined. It was okay to navigate, you know, in the first quarter because A-State was getting other shots to fall. But A-State was 2 of 13 from 3 and 6 of 20 from the floor in the second half. Whereas 
you know, ULM, although they struggled in the third, they got a lot of shots to, to fall in the fourth quarter. Uh, you got into the third, and again, nothing was really falling for A-State, but they played some really good defense. So it's not like ULM went on some crazy charge and 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 took a huge lead or anything like that. A-State still led after three. Came out in, in the fourth, hit a couple of shots early, and you felt like maybe A-State was going to trend in the right direction. And then again, just just there were just a couple of periods in this game where there were just incredible cold streaks. And that has been a little bit of a theme for the whole season. Even sometimes with Izzy on the court. Sometimes it just seems like there's there's nobody to make a shot when you desperately need it. And, of course, Izzy was not on the court last night. Uh, we're not going to see her Friday night either. And so you've got some players that, that shot it well, but then you've also got some players that are just taking too many shots that didn't. So when you're not getting things to fall, when you're wasting possessions, when you – also, get into a, a late game run where you start turning it over a lot. It it ends up sending you to the L column, and that is that is what happened last night for for the Red Wolves. Other than that, it's you know not anything that is is massively glaring in terms of the stats. Just shooting continues to to be a problem. Uh, I want to share some comments with you here from A-State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers. Her pregame conversation last night with Cade Carlton. That was right here on the ticket. And we'll start, you know, where she starts kind of sharing her, her opening thoughts about that 69-60 to 60 setback to ULM. Yeah, I, th- I thought that the first half we played. This was worth 39 points in the half. Um for whatever reason, we get to the third quarter and, and our decision-making wasn't the same as yep. it was the first half. And we started turning the ball over way too much. We're giving them wide-open layups. Um, you know, it's just we, we got to be better about turning that thing over. We can't – when you're trying to make up 23 points, your margin for error is very slim. Yeah. You just – we you know, Maylin, we get a great stop. We got to make that layup. Yeah. You don't make that layup, it leads to a transition three for them. So that's just – deflating a deflating play but I do like the fight I do like the way we competed and you know I, I do think that we got better from the Southern yep. Miss game um so you know again you just gotta hey keep showing up keep fighting and, and come back on Friday and try it again continuing here uh there was a point in time last night uh during that game and you know it was in the the fourth quarter and A-State had gone back ahead uh it, it had been back and forth through through a lot of the of the fourth quarter and a state had taken a, a one point lead and then you kind of had a, a situation where with actually ulm was up one and a state was able to force a turnover actually Bree sutton uh was able to pick off a bad pass but then there was a opportunity that was missed on the other end. There was a missed layup. ULM grabbed the defensive board. It turned into a three for Deja Bradford. It went real quick, real quick, from a one-point advantage to a one-point deficit to a four-point deficit from a six-point deficit. And, and that, that, that play was, uh, was tough. Coach Rogers talks about that play. Huge. That's the game. That's, I mean, that's the game. Yeah. If you make that layup, this is a different game. 
because it doesn't lead to a transition three for them. Um, so, you know, that, that really sucks because they really fought and I really wanted them to have this one really bad because they need that confidence. But it just didn't happen tonight. wasn't in the plans. Um, so, again, man, I trust the plan. Uh, you know, God has a plan. I trust that. And you just got to show up again tomorrow. I got to show them the film. I like yep. what we did with Southern Miss. We broke it down, just teaching them. We got to teach them. It is, like, you, you have to, when you're trying to make up 23 points, there's a lot of points yep. <laughs> coming from one person. And not to mention 23 points. She's also our best decision maker. Average, you know, getting us five or six yeah. assists a game. Um, so you're trying to make up a lot. Um, so it's just I got to break this film down, and I just got to show them again and just continue to teach them. Huge. A couple more clips here to share with you from A-State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers. And, uh, you know, there there were four different players who finished in double figures last night. You know that Lauren Pendleton with Izzy Out is going to step up and do a lot, a lot of heavy lifting. And I meant to mention this at the beginning of the segment. I want to say a big congratulations to her. She crossed the 1,000-point threshold for her career last night, which is a huge deal. Huge deal. So a big congrats there to Lauren Pendleton. She led the way in terms of scoring last night for A-State with, with 13 points. But right now it is certainly, you know, points by, by committee uh, to replace the production from Izzy Higginbottom. And there were a couple of players who who really stepped up in that aspect last night. One of those was Winter Rogers, coach of, uh, sister of Coach Destiny Rogers. And she had 11 points. She also had 11 rebounds. Both of, of those numbers big. And Chrislyn Rose also with 11 points as well. And Coach Rogers talks about uh, their contributions, Chrislyn and Winter. Yeah, I thought they gave us some great minutes and just was really proud of them for being as aggr- aggressive as they were. Um, you know, it just, you know, I thought Winter turned it over too much. I thought Chrislyn turned it over too much. L.A. got four. Maylin turned We just turned the ball over too much. So, yep. you know, that's unfortunate. I thought they gave us some great minutes, though. This is Winter's first double-double, yep. I believe. Um, so happy to see her get that. She's been flirting with that for a while. <laughs> you know, so proud to see her see her get that. And, you, you know, you, you hate that Anna gets in foul trouble in the first half because you need her to play more. Yeah. Um, but, again, I like the fight. I like the way we competed. And just got to show them the film tomorrow and come back on Friday and give it another go. Yeah. yeah. One more clip here to share with you from Coach Rogers. Uh, A-State is going to be a 10 seed in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament in Pensacola. Um, it, we'll look more about the bracket here in just a moment, but it, it doesn't matter what happens in the regular season finale. It doesn't matter what happens in Sunbelt play tonight. A-State is going to be the 10 seed period. So uh, you avoid having to play in that very first round. You get to play in the second round, and Coach Rogers talks about her team's status in the bracket. Absolutely. You know, we, we wanted that, and, you know, it, it's, it, i got to say this – Adversity comes, right? And it's unfortunate because yeah. I truly believe if, if Izzy does not get hurt in that MAC Challenge game during conference, yeah. if she doesn't get hurt during that game, I think our conference record looks a lot different. So it's just unfortunate. I hate it. Um, you know, but, hey, it, it can't be poor pitiful for me. You got to show up. You got to continue to do the work. Again, that was A-State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers following her team's 69-60. to setback last night to ULM. I should have mentioned this, the, the full disclosure. I always like to be to be as honest as possible. I should have mentioned this before we started talking about the women's game. I should have mentioned this before we went to the, the A-State baseball game. I was not at the games uh, last night. I am, I'm not on, <laughs> I'm not going to give you a sob story. I'm not on the IL, but I am, I am definitely day to day. So I didn't make it out last night. I did watch all of the A-State women's game on ESPN+. Plus. I listened to every pitch of the baseball game. Uh, on, uh, you know, my EAB Media Group app. And so, of course, with both of those going on at the same time, there were different points in time where, where either game had a little bit more of my attention than, than the other. 
uh, but trying to do as best I could to keep tabs on both of those last night so we could be able to, to recap them with you today. Uh, but this team just, you know, it just, just got to figure it out. One more game to figure it out, uh, how to compete without Izzy, if that is going to be the case in, in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. Right now, looking at the, the women's bracket, it's kind of interesting. There's still some seedings that could, could ultimately change. Not A-States. Again, A-State is going to be the 10 seed no matter what. But nobody is going to move to a different spot on the bracket. And what I mean by that is that the four first-round teams are locked in. The six second-round teams are locked in. The four quarterfinal teams are locked in. Now, there could be some seeding changes among those respective groups, but nobody is moving to a different group. Nobody is going to start their tournament run on a different day than they are already scheduled to right now. So A-State is just going to wait and see who they face in the first round. And don't know if that has changed from the bracket we looked at yesterday or not because like an idiot, I don't have it in front of me. But we'll continue to, uh, that'll get updated again tonight after another round of play. I think uh, Marshall, not I think, I know Marshall has already claimed the league title on the women's side of things. They did that last night. So they will be the Sunbelt Conference regular season champion. They uh, 16-1. and <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty salty. So they're certainly going to be uh, the team to beat going to Pensacola next week. Now, that being said, uh, Red Wolves still can can play for pride and momentum in this final game. And, of course, when they make the trip to Pensacola next week. Hey, let's step aside, though. I uh, want to come back, and, and we'll jump back into a conversation about this KavanaughCars.com question. Also, look around at uh, some other spring headlines when we return. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Unlock a rewarding career at EAB Media Group. We're expanding our creative and digital media department and are on the lookout for talented individuals with graphic design experience. Don't worry if you're not an expert yet. We offer on-the-job training to help you shine. At EAB Media Group, we're a dynamic radio and digital media company with a footprint across Arkansas. This is your chance to be part of a team that's shaping the future of media. The best part? This team-based role allows you to work from the comfort of your own space with minimal travel requirements. If you're ready to bring your creative flair to our exciting projects, we want to hear from you. To apply, simply email your resume and examples of your work to eabmedia.arkansas at gmail.com. That's eabmedia.arkansas at gmail.com. Your future at EAB Media Group starts here. Apply today. EAB is an equal opportunity employer. This is Keith Baird from Baird Auto Group. Baird is having its biggest pre-owned sales event of the year. That's right. Baird is your used car headquarters, and we are number one in quality and reliability. Don't waste your hard-earned money on an old clunker. Baird has hundreds of Baird pre-owned certified vehicles starting only $13,999. Drive away in a Baird certified pre-owned vehicle today and take advantage of payments starting only $2.99 a month. Save big, save smart, save thousands at Baird. Baird has banks with millions of dollars secured just for your next car loan. Good credit, bad credit, no credit, no problem. Beard will work hard to earn your business. Bring your trade to Beard. Beard will buy your trade even if you don't buy ours. 
Take the short drive to save thousands at a Baird location near you or check our low prices out at BuyBaird.com. Don't get a bad deal, get a bad deal. Because why pay more? See you for details. More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus, it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman. And call 870-418-0790. It's Mattress Madness at Gamble Home. Score on savings and style. Get a free adjustable base with your mattress purchase. Plus, enjoy buy one, get one half off on sheets, pillows, and protectors. If you've been thinking about a new mattress, now is the time to score big savings at Gamble Home. Visit us in-store and take our slam-dunk mattress demo to get an additional $10. Save during our Mattress Madness sale happening now at Gamble Home in the Farfield Curve. At Centennial Bank, our focus has always been on the people and communities we serve, and that's something that will never change. We're passionate about the same things you are. That's why we're proud to support Arkansas State University and all our communities in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's opening up a new account, online or mobile banking, or helping you with the perfect loan, our promise is to always be here for you. At Centennial Bank, we're banking with you in mind. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. The human body is capable of amazing feats of strength, speed, and endurance. We push ourselves to perform at work with our hobbies or even activities around the house. Sometimes we push it too far. When you're not 100%, trust the Orthodox at NEA Baptist. Treating athletic injuries, reconstruction of hips, knees, and shoulders, and even nagging effects of arthritis, you'll get back in the game and back to peak performance with the Orthodox at NEA Baptist. Call 936-8000 to schedule your appointment with the Orthodox. Central dealerships are committed to making a difference in our community. In Arkansas, 15.5% of the population faces food insecurity. Join the fight against hunger by supporting the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas. Your generosity can help provide meals for families in need. Whether it's a non-perishable food item or monetary donation, your support can make a difference. Join the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas and the central dealerships in making an impact on the lives of our neighbors. Together, we can truly nourish our community. Central dealerships, home of meter B pricing. On paper? It's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. I was trying to dig around a little bit at the break, see if we could find an update on Arkansas State baseball alum Liam Hicks. Uh, Hicks, of course, was invited to spring training with the Texas Rangers, a non-roster invitee. And I've kind of been lurking around on social media to see if I could find an update on him and and haven't been able to yet. Now, he's there to not necessarily appear in a ton of games, but uh, to work with, of course, uh, all of the pitchers that are assembled there at Rangers Spring Training and uh, just a, a big opportunity there for the young catcher. But I did see that he has made two plate appearances so far in spring training, or at least has two at-bats. He's still over for the time being. But we'll continue to see if we can 
find some more updates on Liam Hagskin. Really, really cool stuff there. Looking at spring training going on right now. Cardinals in action in Jupiter. And they are currently trailing the Mets 2 to nothing. We'll go ahead and pull up the old game day link for this. By the way, the phones are open at 870-930-3776. If you want to save me from some spring training baseball. <laughs> but uh, uh, so far, I'll be honest, I'm kind of still getting my mind wrapped around this time of year. Getting into baseball mode. A uh, couple three hits on the day for the Birds. Michaelis was the starting pitcher. But, of course, this early, he was just out there for two innings. He did allow a couple of hits. Helsley followed him for an inning. Then Romero. Leahy after that. But it's the top of the six, so they'll be playing uh, for just a little bit longer. I think yesterday, you know, maybe we had just started to talk about the, the Brandon Crawford news and the phone rang a little bit and didn't really get to dive into that. I just have, I, I guess, uh, it's not it's not necessarily a great thing that he's signed. It's not an awful thing either. Again, it's really easy to pick on the Cardinals right now about the overall age of, of their roster because Crawford is 37. So you continue to just stockpile all of the free agents that are north of 35, which is, I mean, different, but okay. But they didn't bring him in to to start it short. They didn't bring him in on some kind of hefty contract. I mean, it's a minor league contract. And one of the things they they did bring him in to do was kind of, I guess, uh, mentor Mason Wynn. And look, Crawford's had a, a long career. He's won some World Series. He's spent he spent 13 years with the Giants. I mean, there are probably worse places you can look, worse guys you can go to, to tutor one of the most important prospects in your entire organization. And by and by the way, I take that back. It was originally reported that it was going to be a minor league contract. It's actually a one year major league contract, just two million dollars though. But uh, he is added to the 40 man roster, so infielder Buddy Kennedy. Gets DF8. But, you know, you've got an insurance plan there that's not the worst thing in the world. I I know Crawford's numbers last year offensively were were pretty gross. But at shortstop, you just have to be... The goal is always to be more capable in the field than at the plate. Uh, So if you have a situation there where where Mason Wynn falters at the beginning of the season, just isn't... hasn't taken a step forward like maybe you hoped at, at the plate... And you need to spell him a little bit so he doesn't get in his head. And you don't have Tommy Edmond ready yet as he continues to recover from that wrist surgery. I mean, this isn't this isn't the worst thing in the world. I, I don't remember who all was out there in terms of free agency at, at shortstop or, or utility infielder. But, again, this is not a bad thing. It's just an insurance thing. So... We're still going to see a whole lot more of Mason win than not. But now you've got just a little bit of a plan B there. Now, that being said, if they start just giving Crawford all these at-bats instead of trying to help Mason win through any issues, I'm not exactly going to be a happy camper. Mason Wynn is, is going to struggle. He's 21 years old. Now, it, and you're going to have to kind of, you don't want him to struggle so much that he just flounders. That he ends up in this like pit of strikeouts and despair, but 
But, you know, young players still have to work through adversity. They have to be able to figure that out on their own. So if he gets in a little bit of a funk, I don't want to see Crawford immediately put in there. Let him let him try and work it out by himself for a little bit before you immediately go with a backup plan. Edmund, by the way, is not, I don't know what the deal is there. The Cardinals don't have a timeline for when he could be cleared to take live swings let alone play in a game. The regular season is going to get underway in in four weeks. And there's concern that he's not going to be cleared before opening day. So, of course, that gives you (laughs) a couple of holes. Obviously, starting center field. And then also not having a backup shortstop, which, again, the the Cardinals addressed that with the, the signing of Crawford. Just... I'm just waiting waiting to see some kind of news that uh, out of spring training that makes me want to get back on, on the Cardinals bandwagon and not, not get on it because it's my team. I'm always going to have some optimism, but just in, during the spring, unless you're like an A's fan, you're just kind of supposed – spring is supposed to be about optimism. Your team is undefeated. Every player shows up in the best condition of their life. You're supposed to be happy. You're supposed to be optimistic. And I can't quite find that in myself, looking ahead to the Cardinals in 2024. So I'm, I'm just waiting for some, some news from spring training that makes me feel that way, that makes me feel good. And unfortunately, just haven't really seen it yet. Still two to nothing. Not really surprised there. Cardinals trailing the Mets, bottom of the sixth. We'll give you an update at some point in time today on that when it goes final. That being said, I'm slacking here. I said this hour we would give you some high school state tournament updates because Mark Tree, BIC, Nettleton girls all in action right now. And I I apologize. I don't have those numbers right in front of me. So what we're going to do, we're going to step aside for a break. I'm going to find those scores. And that's what we're going to discuss when we return right here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Visiting with Sunbelt heptathlon champion Colby Eddowes about overcoming major adversity. They eventually found out my labrum was completely torn, and they found out that I had two to three cancerous tumors in my hip as well. And then also I had two. Gosh, of- Colby. <laughs> yeah. And then I had too much bone growth from my femoral head, so I didn't get an osteoplasty and an arthroscopy, which is three different surgeries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the Second to None podcast, presented by First National Bank and the Kavanaugh Auto Group. New episodes Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast. Y'all lose weight the healthy way with medication-assisted weight loss at Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. You see, losing weight doesn't have to be hard, and you don't have to starve yourself. You don't have to spend your whole day eating bars and drinking shakes. See, Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Y'all, Elite Total Health has helped patients lose close to 12,000 pounds and counting. Elite Total Health is all about medication-assisted weight loss that's delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. And by now, you've probably heard about semaglutide. It can lead to dramatic weight loss. And Elite Total Health has semaglutide and other weight loss medication options that will help you lose weight. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 to 6. You can call 870-206-8250 or go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started today with Elite Total Health. And find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. 
Farmers, before you book your 2425 corn and milo, call Pico Foods. Right now, Pico Foods, the seventh largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, is buying both new crop and stored corn and milo. Pico Foods believes in supporting local producers, so they buy corn and milo direct from farmers year-round at always competitive prices. Call today. In Arkansas and Missouri, contact David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Andrew Parker or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. This is Keith Baird from Baird Auto Group. Baird is having its biggest pre-owned sales event of the year. That's right. Baird is your used car headquarters, and we are number one in quality and reliability. Don't waste your hard-earned money on an old clunker. Baird has hundreds of Baird pre-owned certified vehicles starting only $13,999. Drive away in a Baird certified pre-owned vehicle today and take advantage of payments starting only $2.99 a month. Save big, save smart, save thousands at Baird. Baird has banks with millions of dollars secured just for your next car loan. Good credit, bad credit, no credit, no problem. Beard will work hard to earn your business. Bring your trade to Beard. Beard will buy your trade even if you don't buy ours. Take the short drive to save thousands at a Beard location near you or check our low prices out at buybeard.com. Don't get a bad deal, get a Beard deal. Because why pay more? See you for details. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Put it best to the best six years in a row. At Slim's, doing something the best way is the only real way to do it. We know honest-to-goodness food can bring people together. That's why we use 100% all-natural chicken and only the best ingredients. And our 11 shaken sauces and new dry rubs add real variety with our perfectly fried wings. We cook each meal to order, so it's fresh. Because when something is real, it's delicious. So let's share a meal together. Slim Chickens. The 53rd Annual Junior Auxiliary Charity Ball will be held Saturday, March 9th at the Embassy Suites Hilton Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. This year's theme is Out of This World, a cosmic disco and a bright night for a brighter tomorrow. Get your tickets now by texting Charity Ball 2024, all one word, to 243-725. All funds raised go to support the 12 projects that are funded by JA and Craighead County. Some of the projects include weekly book clubs for area students, literacy and math tutoring, and working at the Learning Center to assist children and adults. This year's Charity Ball includes games, dancing, live and silent auctions, and so much more. Dr. Czar's Amazing Funk Monsters will be performing on the Tommy's Car Wash Express stage. And DJ Spence with Suspense Entertainment will keep the party going after hours, sponsored by Evolve Bank. Don't miss out on tons of fun and tons of items you could win, from professional sporting event packages to fly fishing in Belize. Get your tickets now. Text Charity Ball 2024, all one word, to 243-725. And follow Junior Auxiliary of Jonesboro on social media for more details. It's going to be out of this world. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. Checking in on some state tournament action. First off, an apology. I guess it, this is... This is about to be a bitter pill for for me to swallow. I think I have reached the point 
where I'm going to have to do that thing on my laptop and my cell phone where you increase the font size <laughs> because I apologized earlier. I told you that the BIC girls would be in action today at one and, and I, I mistook uh, the date here on this bracket. Uh, they are going to be playing Marshall tomorrow at one. So that says February 29th instead of 28th. So I apologize there. Again, uh, we'll give you we'll give you that BIC girls score tomorrow at this point in time. Now that is assuming we can find it. I looked around uh, to try and get a Mark Tree score. They're playing against Kingston right now in the first round of the 1A tournament. And I, I can't find that score. Unfortunately, all I see on social media are all those stupid spammer and scammer links where they're trying to sell you live streams and this, that, and the other. Now, uh, they do have every single state tournament game a, a stream for that. So I'm going to continue to look around for that link and, and we'll see if we can give you a score on that here in just a moment. I just did not did not find it on Twitter, which, as you all know, is is my go-to. Now, that being said, I can tell you, because KIT's Chris Hutchinson is there today in Searcy, that the Nettleton girls were leading Bologna 19-17. to uh, That game had a little over five minutes repeating until the half, uh, remaining, excuse me, until the half when he tweeted out that score. So let's see if we can pull up some broadcasts and get you some scores of these other games specifically. Mark Tree and Kingston. And we will follow up on that here in just a moment. Again, uh, go to all the high school teams. That is what uh, <laughs> that is what Red Wolf Mark would say. And normally I don't quote Red Wolf Mark a lot. But hey, uh, why not today? We are going to have uh, several additional games for you coming up tonight uh, on the EAB Sports Network. In fact, Nettleton and Valonia. You can hear that right now on Bob FM. But coming up later on this evening, Valley View against Maumelle at 5.30. That'll be on KBTM 12.30, News Talk 102.1. And then a double header of Bearcats action. Uh, and then we're going to see uh, Brooklyn versus Gravette tipping off at 7 o'clock on 101.7 KISS FM. And that, of course, is going to be in the girls bracket in boys play 8 30 is when brooklyn is going to be tipping it off against morrillton uh in the meantime we did find that mark tree score for you mark tree and kingston in a nail biter it is 16 to 16 and there's a little bit under i guess uh well, clock is ticking down to uh to resuming play after the half is what's going on there so that one's at the half uh 16 to 16 and we'll give you another score update today before we get out of here, that is the game plan, and hopefully, I won't I won't tell you any more games that are <laughs> that are on the wrong dates. Oh, the pain of having to make the letters bigger. We do have a KavanaughCars.com question for you today, of course, and uh, it is also basketball related. Although we are looking at Arkansas State and asking you how you feel like the Red Wolves are going to fare in their final two games of the regular season at Coastal Carolina tonight at Appalachian State coming up on Friday. Most of you very optimistic. In fact, 54% of you right now are saying that A-State's going to go 2-0 and oh in these games down the stretch, while 44% of you say A-State will split the games. We didn't give you the option to say which one A-State would win and which one A-State would lose, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that if you voted – that A-State would split its final two remaining games that you were you were picking the Red Wolves to to win tonight but stumble on Friday. I'll be honest, I haven't looked a ton yet at this App State team. Now, I'm, I'm definitely not 
Brian Hodson, who is so, you know, one game at a time focused that he would not ever want to ask a question like we're asking today. <laughs> but uh, but haven't started looking ahead yet because wanted to give Coastal its due and to make sure it wasn't treated like a trap game. I, I don't think it'll be played like it's a trap game. Again, I think A-State's going to come out and, and be solid tonight. Or at least that is certainly uh, some wishful thinking for sure on my part. Uh, one more score to throw at you here in terms of high school state tournament action. Well, I say that, and then they took away the score bug. I can't tell you, Nettleton is trailing Bologna at the half. And uh, just, I, I want to say maybe 28-24 was the score I saw flash on the screen before that score bug went away. It is, uh, it's a small deficit. I can tell you that for sure, and when I see that pop back up. We will mention it. If you're like me, this is kind of the the time of year you start watching more and more college basketball where you don't necessarily have a rooting interest because you start kind of scouting on how you think um, some teams might fare in your bracket, right? And not that I was necessarily watching this game last night for, for bracket purposes, but I did see some clips from a particular matchup that <laughs> went viral and not in a good way. Uh, Texas Tech and former A-State men's basketball coach Grant McCaslin were hosting Texas last night. And there are a lot of fan bases that don't love the Longhorns. And Texas Tech, Texas and Texas Tech uh, have a pretty, pretty salty uh, rivalry. You had a situation unfold last night where Grant McCaslin actually had to get on the microphone and in the middle of the game to tell fans to stop throwing ob- objects. Now, if, this is Bush League, right? Like, you can't throw stuff on the court. You can't throw stuff on the field to play. Unless it's a mustard bottle, it should never, ever, ever happen. But I can kind of get why <laughs> why the Tech fans in attendance were, were kind of mad. You had a situation where a player from the Texas Longhorns, Brock Cunningham, was assessed a flagrant two and ejected from the game for basically like body checking a Red Raider near the scores table because both players were kind of chasing after a loose ball, except I honestly did not see Cunningham going for the ball whatsoever. He was trying to take out the other guy that was chasing the ball. He wasn't going for the ball. He was going for the other guy chasing the ball. That was Darian Williams. Um, obviously, when, when Cunningham was ejected, fans booed him all the way to the tunnel. And then after that, they started throwing objects on the court. Uh, the ESPN broadcast showed numerous officers that had to help escort a fan out of the arena. And then if you do throw things on the court or the field of play, in first off, you're going to be penalized whatever level that, that you're at. But... You get issued an administrative technical if that happens in college basketball. So McCaslin had to get on the mic. Tell the fans to knock it off. Quote, everything that gets thrown on the floor, we're going to get a technical foul. End quote. And it was uh, not a good night. Not a good night for Texas Tech. They are... They were handed a loss in uh, for the third time the last four games. It was an 81 to 69 setback to Texas. And look, I haven't kept 
super close tabs on on McCaslin's career since he left A-State. I know, obviously, he had good success at North Texas, which is why he landed the Texas Tech job. But the knock on him when he left Jonesboro was that his team folded down the stretch. His team did not play well down the stretch. Again, I haven't followed his career closely enough to know if that was a common theme with North Texas, but that looks like what is happening right now for Texas Tech. Now, sure, that could possibly be strength of schedule, or that, I don't know if they've had an injury that goes into it. There, there are always, you know, kind of extenuating circumstances that could lead to that. But, <laughs> but they lost, uh, and it was just kind of a mess. A mess last night in, in Lubbock. Also, I don't know, like, why are you so mad? The player for for Texas, you know, made a made a. He he had a flagrant foul, but he got he got called for the flagrant foul, and he got ejected. What what else were the officials supposed to do? Were they supposed to physically like pick him up and throw him? I don't I don't know. I don't know what you're still mad at there. Anyways, a mess, a mess, a mess, a mess. Eight seven zero nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline, and we're going to have that hotline open for you during the break, but we need to go ahead and take one more of those today. Then we will come back and wrap up today's Workday Red Zone right after this here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Hey there, Northeast Arkansas. This is John Moore of Arkansas Superstore on Highway 49 in Brooklyn. Here to tell you that we're flipping the script on car buying. Tired of the runaround? Sick of dealers treating you like an afterthought? Upside down in your current car? At Arkansas Superstore, we're here to change the game. No credit? Bad credit? Upside down your current ride? We've got your back. Don't stand for bait and switch tactics. That's holding. We believe in transparency and trust. You deserve the car you want with a payment much lower than your rent. Why settle for less? We won't sell you something you don't love. Life is too short for car buying nightmares. Let's make it better together. Give us a shot before giving in to it is how it is tactics. Arkansas Superstore is here to make sense of it all for you. Come over and find your dream ride. You're approved. When the banks say no, I say yes. We're ready to show you a much better way. Visit us today at 11580 Highway 49 North in Brooklyn or online at ArkansasSuperstore.com. Let's rewrite the car buying story one satisfied customer at a time. Tax season is here. We've all been there, drowning in receipts, lost in complicated forms, and fearing the dreaded audit. But fear not. Lawson's Bookkeeping Services is here to rescue you from tax time fails. Our expert will navigate the maze of deductions and credits, ensuring you get every penny you deserve. With 30 years experience, Lawson's Bookkeeping Services has seen it all. Lawson's Bookkeeping Services also specializes in accounting and bookkeeping bookkeeping services for small businesses, ensuring your financial ship sails smoothly. Located at 2200 West Washington, call Jamie at 870-336-7326. That's 336-7326. Picture this. Fluffy clouds of frosting atop moist, delectable cupcakes, each bite a journey to sugary paradise. That's what you'll find at Bliss Cupcake Cafe at 1312 Red Wolf Sweet Bee, now under new ownership. Whether it's a midday treat or a sweet escape after a long day, Bliss Cupcake Cafe has your cravings covered. Don't resist the temptation. Swing by today and indulge in a little piece of heaven. Bliss Cupcake Cafe, where every bite is a taste of happiness. At First National Bank, our mortgage lending team knows what it takes to make a home and a superior home loan process. Simple, proven, and reliable 
affordable service with competitive rates at a bank that already feels like home. Since 1889, that's been the First National Bank way because for our people, this is home. Apply online at fnbank.net slash mortgage. From our family to yours, welcome home. First National Bank. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. George Kell Ford, where every day is a new opportunity to find your dream vehicle. We have a large selection of vehicles in stock for work, play, or travel. Find the power and capability you need all in one stylish package. Just in time for a new day. George Kell Ford. Here's what our kids say about fighting dirty to keep Jonesboro beautiful. Try to get more sustainable items to reduce your use of plastics. You can get items made from materials like stainless steel, glass, bamboo, and wood. Get LED light bulbs to replace your old light bulbs. Start up a compost bin. There are many valuable resources online to help you with this. Or go solar. Arkansas offers incentives to switch. Wash with cold water when you're washing your laundry to reduce the use of energy. To find more about how you can take action, log on to keepjonesborobeautiful.com. Here's NASCAR Hall of Famer, Mark Martin. As a race car driver for 40 years, I survived a lot of crashes. Not everyone can run into a wall at 200 miles an hour and walk away. Without a seatbelt, I wouldn't be alive today. Now I'm retired, back home in Arkansas driving my pickup. I'm shocked how many people aren't wearing seatbelts. Why risk your life when it only takes two seconds to buckle up? Take it from number six. Buckle up, Arkansas. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Home stretch. Here on the Workday Red Zone, Kara and Ryan with you for just a couple more minutes. Last call on the KavanaughCars.com question. Two games left on the regular season slate for A-State mid so how will the Red Bulls fare? And 53% of you still incredibly optimistic. You believe A-State can sweep these final two games at Coastal at Appalachian State. Of course, that Coastal game is going to tip off tonight. At 6.30 on 107.9 K5, that means Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, will have your pregame coverage starting at 6 p.m. Our question is always brought to you by our friends at KavanaughCars.com. You can, we'll search through their full inventory, so many tools there to help you buy a vehicle. But do want to remind you that if you are looking to sell a vehicle, KavanaughCars.com needs to be your very first stop. Uh, Once you get to the website, just look across the top of the page. There's a banner that says, we buy cars. Click here now. That's what you'll do. So you'll enter a little bit of information. Uh, The vehicle you are trying to sell, your contact info, of course, so Kavanaugh can reach out to you. And the next thing you know, you're going to be dropping off a vehicle, and they are going to be handing you a check. And no spammers, no scammers are going to be involved, which unfortunately happens Anytime now, it seems like anyone is trying to sell anything on social media. So again, don't don't deal with that. Don't stress yourself out with that. Uh, just go to KavanaughCars.com. Let us do a lap around some different scoreboards before we get out of here today. Uh, we will start at spring training because that is the tab I clicked on first where the Mets are now up three 
to nothing on the Cardinals in the bottom of the seventh. So they just scored again on a Jet Williams RBI. So a little bit of work for the Birds to do if they want to improve to three and one. But again, right now trailing three to nothing. Looking at high school hoops and starting here with Nettleton, uh, the girls playing against Valonia. Uh, the Lady Raiders need to, need to do a little work here, needed to rally just a little bit. Right now, they are trailing 35 to 28. That one is about midway through the third quarter. And I guess uh, maybe we should have been watching this game a few minutes ago because as soon as I clicked on the live feed, Nettleton was able to hit a shot. And in fact, it was a three. So now uh, that deficit is 35 31. Then they force a turnover at, at the other end. So. <laughs> So uh, I'm, I guess I'm going to have to watch that. Help uh, help the Lady Raider, Lady Raiders rally. Uh, Mark Tree also looking to rally a little bit. Their girls in action right now taking on Kingston and trailing 34 to 27. A little more than two minutes left in the third quarter there. A golf update. Arkansas State men's golf in action at the Lake Las Vegas Intercollegiate. And not a bad day for the Red Wolves, but uh, just a little bit more work to do. They're currently in second, 16-under through the event. Of course, they're playing in the third and final round today. Right now, just one stroke behind leader Long Beach State. I think those are the roundup of of scores we wanted to bring you. Earlier, when we were talking about Arkansas State baseball, meant to look through some of the scores in the Sun Belt last night because there were a couple of impressive wins from the league. Now, that's not anything new and different. This is a, a power baseball conference. It really is. And Old Dominion was able to go out and get a 6-5 to five win over East Carolina last night. Of course, with the various and assorted baseball polls, it's hard to tell you where anybody is actually ranked in college baseball. But I think one poll had, had East Carolina at, uh, at like 11. So ODU knocks off a top 15 team there. Coastal Carolina was also a winner. Uh, 9-2 to two over Campbell. And you might not up to be up to speed on your Campbell fighting Camels baseball, but that's also a top 25 team. So pretty good stuff there. Uh, a couple other wins for the league. You know, App State, BD, TSU, ULM over Northwestern State, Texas State, Troy, winners over Prairie View, A&M, and Kid State respectively. But, of course, the wins uh, didn't happen for everybody. And and I was, I was a little in my feelings, obviously, that A-State Southern winning streak come to an end and lost 8-4 to four to UCA and Extras. But uh, it was better than what Georgia State had to deal with last night. The Panthers on the road at, well, on the road in Atlanta. That's not very far. They were taking on Georgia Tech uh, last night and had to deal with Georgia Tech outfielder Drew Burris. He was already coming into the game hot, and he is considered a really good draft prospect, but he he didn't have a, a hot game. He had like a sizzling, scalding, absolutely insane game against Georgia State. Not one, not two, not three, but four Four home runs <laughs> the Yellow Jackets 10-0 win over Georgia State. It's unreal. He was a he was a 104 draft prospect at a high school. So by the way, he's he's just eight games into his freshman year. Had a four homer night last night. So obviously that's uh, set the new program record 
for most homers in a game. Oh, and by the way, he only swung the bat four times in the entire game. He didn't have a swing and a miss. If he swung the bat, <laughs> it made contact, and then it went a long, 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 long ways. So, uh, yeah. That being said, look, we're not going to see a home run derby this season at the time anyways. So there's very little chance that ever happening in Jonesboro. But still, that's, uh, that's, that's tough. One more completely unrelated note to share with you here, just because it caught my eye. But there has been much made throughout the course of spring training about Nike's and Fanatic's MLB uniforms. They're, they look cheap. They look bad. The pants are see-through, uh, which is concerning. They're, actual, they're also concerned about the actual fit, this, that, and the other. There's just a nonstop issues with these uniforms. But it looks like, for those of you that are Royals fans, your team is not going to have to deal with that. There was speculation at first when the Royals came out in their spring training games wearing their old uniforms that maybe like they had like rioted and <laughs> said they weren't going to use the new jerseys. But the truth is actually the fact that the Royals just ask if they could use the old lettering and old style of lettering. So, well, they still don't look as great overall as they did last year. They at least have kind of the, the old style. They're not going to look as cheap as every other team's uniforms in Major League Baseball. So maybe sometimes you just got to ask. It's just that simple. That is a wrap on today's Workday Red Zone. I uh, appreciate you spending the day with us. Hope you continue to keep it right here because we've got Dan Patrick on the way for you next, followed by The Drive at 3 o'clock. Uh, both uh, the front row with Bud and Randy and RWRC Radio are off for the rest of the week. So uh, no local programs until you get back to noon with us tomorrow. But, of course, we'll be back for more of the Workday Red Zone. So for Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk with you then. Have a great, great afternoon. <laughs>